Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Do you hear that, Kev? No. Discord is canceling that out. I just see you shaking your chest at me. My mic's definitely getting it. I'm not just jiggling my bosom. I'm doing it because the oh, jingle bells are ringing. There's a bell one. on my sweater. Yeah, hear those bells? They're ringing? I, something like that. Ring ting tingling too? We'll get there. Yeah, okay. Welcome to welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke LeBed, and this is Kevin Connor with me, and we're Hello. here. Hello. Um, we're here talking Christmas songs. That's why I'm jingling. If you go to our TikTok at Best Song Ever Pod, you'll probably see a video of me wearing this sweater and jingling this bell. And I also have a cat Christmas hat on. Cats on both my Christmas uh, apparel items. The eyes are supposed to glow of my cat up here, but the battery's dead. Five below, you know. But uh, and I yeah I didn't do a bit, but there's a Christmas pillow back there. He's got a pillow back there, but we're here because today we are going to talk about some of our favorite Christmas songs. We did this last year, and uh, we're going to add to our playlist from last year. It's a yearly tradition, but before we get into all that business, uh, a little little something came up this week trying to uh, get that Spotify wrapped airtime you know something called instafest do you know where this even came from kev because i don't know probably pro- it's probably a russian psyop that we just gave all of our oh, spotify okay. data yeah. to so <laughs> whatever uh no but this is a, a little app you can log into with your spotify and it creates a customized festival for you uh yes. so like your Lollapaloozas, your bonnaroo your coachella so a three-day right. festival uh, Luke, I figured we would share our headliners and secondary acts um, and just see, you know, what what InstaFest believes would be our perfect festival. So I'll I'll kick yeah. it off um, because we're doing this in the middle of the week. Day one is a Tuesday, um, which bad festival. Don't do that. But anyway, <laughs> day one headliner, someone you may have heard of Taylor Swift. Hey. Um, but you know what? I think it's the it's the like next acts that really sell me on this day. We have Steely Dan. Beautiful. Um, you know, back back among the living. Uh Paramore, which that show's actually happening in Arizona because I wanted to go there for Taylor Swift Paramore. Right. Um and Danger Mouse. So very into that. Solid. Um some of those artists might be on mine too. So day two, the pop continues. We've got oh CRJ herself, Carly Rae okay. Jepsen. Okay, I mean there was no question it was gonna happen. Yeah, and those are the two albums I've been listening to the most in the last month. So this makes a lot of sense. Right, um, makes sense. But then a couple kick-ass uh, female-led groups. We've got Blondie, Beach Bunny, Ooh. and Pink Shift. Nice. Um. So. That's a pretty stellar lineup. I uh I'd see that show. I go see that. And then the last one is certainly the most unhinged. Oh boy. Uh, headlined by MF Doom. Uh and then My Chemical Romance, Beyonce, oh. and Fallout Boy. 
Dude, that would be the greatest day. It'd be incredible. In history. <laughs> I this is the smallest I've ever seen Beyonce's name on one of these right? posters in my life. Yeah. I know. I want to live in the universe where <laughs> MF Doom is the headliner and uh Beyonce is like the lesser act. Yeah. Maybe in like nineteen ninety seven. Two thousand two thousand one I don't know. Yeah. I doubt it. I uh, still doubt it. People are like, what, that little girl? She doesn't make music. All right, should I give my list? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. All right, so you had Steely Dan. They're nowhere to be found on mine, which is surprising, but I guess in the last six months I haven't listened to them. I listened to them a lot in the earlier half mm-hmm. of the year. But my other uh, Dad Rock Summer favorite, Electric Light Orchestra, uh, my first headliner, which I did mine on Monday, which is an even worse music festival. <laughs> um, but uh, so ELO, that's great. That's not a surprise. I listen to them a lot this yeah. year. Uh, then we got JID, J-I-D, uh, which I have been listening to the Forever Story a lot recently, which I did say to Brian that the part where he raps British on Dance Now should maybe just make it album of the year, but he's it's actually not in my top ten. But I think just that part should be album of should the be. year. That's a JID made it into my day one in the in the bottom. Oh, nice. Um, then I got Namdi and Barty Strange, two artists that again, especially with year end stuff, I've been listening to those mm-hmm. two a lot because they both had really good albums out this yeah. year. Um, then my next day headlined by taylor swift hey that's familiar okay. yeah that, that makes a lot of sense <laughs> okay now this is a great show that i would love to see uh taylor swift headlining then you got linda ronstadt wow lover <laughs> knew she was gonna be on my list alex g and danger mouse who you also had so, so. danger mouse i i i wonder what we're both listening to uh in year end <laughs> preparation that might get yeah us, right uh, and then my last day Another, these are two artists that are in my top 10. Marlo is the headliner and uh, Drug Dealer is the ne- second one. And those are both in my top 10 coming soon to Off Shelf and to this podcast. Um, and then you got Always and I didn't get Steely Dan, but I did get ELO and the Doobie Brothers. Ooh, I'd love Rounding to out that. that third day. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. I I'd always to, in the Doobie Brothers. Like, yeah, I'd Come I'd on. go to any of these festivals just because yeah. the lineups are so incredibly diverse. Yeah, and Luke, I think that's definitely a preview of our uh, of our year end episodes that are due to come out quite soon. Uh, so definitely, definitely a preview of like what we've been re listening to in yeah. order to like confirm those lists because I know that some of these definitely made my list and some of them were like number 12 and i gave them another listen just to kind of like give them Mm -hmm. another chance to to climb to the top yep same so they aren't all in my top 10 but a couple of them are all right well let's move on from our music fests go out of the desert that my festival poster is set in and bring it back to the chilly winters of michigan baby because we're talking christmas songs and Kev, you're going to start us off with our uh, best Christmas songs playlist because you've got the first track. Yeah, and you know, I we did this last year. I think we had a lot of good picks between 
some of the Christmas standards and some more fun songs. Uh, yeah. My first draft of this was all Christmas standards, so I was like, we got to get some of the classics. And I which be- and you and Annie like actually like listen to Christmas music a lot, right? This is like a thing for you. You have a an affection for Christmas music, right? Yeah, uh, I listen to Christmas music between Thanksgiving and Christmas sometimes. Okay. And Annie's been listening to Christmas music since Halloween ended. Um, <laughs> although Taylor Swift might have thrown a wrench in that. Right. There you uh, go. But she, she definitely like Christmas music is comforting for her. I okay, appreciate putting it on. I get that. During like yeah. an, an outing, an event, something in the season. Okay. Because so like I love Christmas and I love like getting into the spirit of it all. Um, and I used to love a lot of Christmas music, but recently... Uh, the like especially the standards i could count on one hand like it's a short list of the ones i actually want to listen to i get the comforting aspect of it though um but so i like almost had uh tom waits's christmas card from a hooker in minneapolis which is a super depressing (laughs) song but technically related to christmas but i was like you know what we should keep it in the spirit but anyway so that's sort of setting the table of how we both feel about Christmas and now let's discuss our uh, songs almost identical and I know this is an audio medium but almost identically opposite to what we're wearing right now you are holly and jolly and I am in a plain black yes. hoodie um, so just imagine we're wearing the opposite thing yeah, we're flipped yeah uh, so my first pick one of my favorite artists of all time what Christmas yes. means to me by Stevie Wonder uh, so good I you know the Jackson five dominates christmas like a whole album full of classics right uh motown christmas it just it seems like they line up really well um but stevie wonder i think does it the best and it's just like a very old young old song young stevie wonder but he's just got so much soul and like pipes for days it's a fun song and it's really about the meaning of christmas and you know that's all that matters right yeah it's definitely one I've heard, but not that I would ever be like, oh, that song. You know, I never would have pulled it. So, But it's done. really good. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Luke, your next one is, to me, the ultimate. Yeah, and so this one, I uh, got to thank my wife for introducing me to this, because I don't think I'd ever really... I probably heard this song, but never really registered with me until i met her family and they have like like this whole tradition and like they all listen to it every year and love it and it's bruce springsteen's santa claus is coming to town and it's very fun like you're saying jackson five has a very famous version as well mm-hmm. i it's, i think bruce does it the best ones yeah i think this, this is, is maybe the most fun yeah and it's it's lot it's like I don't know that he's ever done yeah. it in studio. It's like a live version. No, it's just this version. Yeah. yeah and it's live. just, he's talking to the band and he's just, it's, it is Holly and Jolly. It brings a smile yeah. to my face. So an, an excellent pick. One that I would have put in had you not done it first. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah, absolutely. This was, I had like a whole list, like I said, of like a bunch that I cut, but then like, I was like, oh shit, I for, how can I forget this one? And so... That was added a little later. Uh, I went with, you know what? Christmas is celebrated all around the world. True. So we're going with an international pick. 
just down south, the classic Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano. Uh, and this is the the OG, like the classic yes, one. Yes, this is the classic one. And I have a lot of uh, personal love for this song. Uh, one of my uncles does a thrilling rendition of it. Um, and it's it's very funny. It's very charming. Uh, it brings a lot of joy to the season. And I just like I I think it's awesome that it's a song that lyrically I don't necessarily know besides the chorus. Uh, yeah. And it still is fantastic. It, it has the seasonal mood. This is one that I I would listen to. I enjoy this musically. Like yeah. I like the way it sounds, and it's not one that's been so run into the ground for me, even it's a, though it's played a lot. It's a hot horn Christmas. There you go. And uh, Kev, you were just talking about bringing some joy to the season, and now I'm about to bring some oi to the season. Because <laughs> uh, uh, my next pick is the Vandals with oi to the world. Uh, did you listen to this, Kev? I did for the first time okay. ever today. It's super fun. Yeah, and uh, I heard it on the CBB FM uh, podcast okay. last year. They did a Christmas episode, uh, Scott and Brett Morris, and it came up. And I was like, "This is so great!" No doubt, uh, that's how I know the Vandals. They're an LA punk band, but I knew of them because the guy from No Doubt was wearing their shirt in MTV Cribs back in the day, and. Um, yeah, when I heard this, I was like, this is just so fun, like a Christmas like punk song. And then reading the lyrics today, I'm like, it's a lot like heavier story than I realized. And the album art makes more sense now because it's basically about like a skinhead harassing this guy in a punk band because he has a turban and they're like battling it out. But then in the end, like he doesn't kill the Nazi and they have a good Christmas, and they have a drink together. Oh. It's it's a fun, fantastical story. I would have killed the Nazi, but um, but it's yeah. super fun. Did you know that uh, Santa puts anyone that punches a Nazi on the nice list? Oh, really? Yeah, any list, one punch, all it takes. But that's why the album art is like the dude in yeah. turban holding the beer, and then the dude who looks like a skinhead, and they're all bruised up, but they're drinking together so yeah it's i definitely like didn't know the lyrics the first time i heard it i was just like this is fun and i was like oh wow it like it's a heavier story than i realized uh but it's a uh fun upbeat punk christmas song still have you looked at this album in its entirety oh yeah there's some doozies um there is <laughs> it's including a gun for christmas grandpa's last xmas <laughs> And, and uh, Christmas time for my penis. Yeah, there it is. That's the one. I, that, you got to save the best for last when you're doing three. <laughs> yeah. That was going to be it. So. I assumed that was going to be it. Yeah. All right. Wowza. What you got next? Uh, so one of my Boy. favorite artists, someone featured in Dad Rock Summer. Yes. Um, I'm just playing I, his last tour. I just yeah. saw on Disney Plus. It's his last tour. Yeah, uh, we have a, we are of course speaking about Elton John, and uh, Step Into Christmas, which is off of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, the second disc. That's interesting. Yeah, I the, the version this is from is like the four. It's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, 40th anniversary oh, right, celebration right. slash super deluxe edition. So I so don't it's know. not like on the prime track list like the original one well, yeah i i don't know when this is from i don't know when he did it but annie 
played it for me for the first time. And it's a very fun song. It's great. Um, yeah, it's it's Elton John at his best. Like it is very um very poppy, very upbeat. And it just it, it gets you warm inside. It lets you step into Christmas. There you go. Yeah, and it's like I feel like having it on the playlist after Oi to the World, because it is a very like bright, upbeat, yeah. high energy song. Um and then moving on to my next song, which is the Just exact opposite boom, of that. Crashing <laughs> down. Steep decline. Uh, and I love it because I I love a little, uh, you know, feeling depressed on Christmas <laughs> and little depressing song on Christmas. I was talking about the Tom Waits song, you know. It's not a happy time for everybody. And uh, this one definitely gets the feels going for me. It's almost like it's it could be like in rebellion to Christmas while also embracing it. Um, and it's have yourself a merry little Christmas. Obviously the original Judy Garland version, like, Oh, so good. Gets me. That's almost what I put on. But then I saw there's this Phoebe Bridgers cover. There's also a cover by the Beths that is very fun. There's a little more upbeat. Uh, but I picked the Bridgers one cause I want to those Christmas feels baby. Oh yeah. And, uh, there, you know, this was like the favorite Christmas song of every commercial and, uh, winter 2020 2020, yeah because of like the line about uh someday soon we all will be together um if the fates allow until then we'll have to muddle through somehow but those lyrics and like so many of them throughout like really get me and it's like really a heartbreaking song and it's like i believe i haven't seen the original movie it's from but i think it's sort of a sad situation in it like um, and so it's like the have yourself a merry little Christmas is almost sarcastic. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like, so I, there's something to be said about that type of Christmas song for sure. It's not all holly and jolly. No, it's not. Uh, but my next song is, <laughs> uh, no, yes. that, that song rules. I love Phoebe Bridgers, obviously, uh, an excellent pick. Now, Luke, repeat after me. The best Christmas album of all time. Say it with me. Is okay. the Home Alone 2 the, Lost Home in New Alone York soundtrack. Lost in New York soundtrack. I yes. don't disagree, and I was considering pulling some from that. And I did, <laughs> because I was like, I gotta go. It's, it is a personal favorite. My parents always played it for some reason. I don't know why, because it's weird. It's got, again, Cool Jerk, uh, <laughs> the, the Kevin McAllister remix included right. which is just a Love delight it. yeah but i went with sleigh ride by the incredible tlc yeah um and this is such um, th- this is the best part about christmas standards is that a, a modern day group yeah. can take it <laughs> and go in a totally different direction just like phoebe bridgers right. did with the last one um just like oi to the world just like bruce springsteen <laughs> like these same standards can get yep. played over and over by different groups and become something incredible um i think you're mistaken kev this is from this christmas songs from the motion picture uh, i don't see home alone 2 on there i as someone who physically owns the home alone 2 soundtrack on cd <laughs> I can assure you it's on like, here. Trust me. Uh, I don't think that they put it on Spotify in 1992. Fair. Which I was going to say because that said it's from 2007. So I was like, is this after the passing of Left Eye? Uh, but 
that makes more sense that it was in Home Alone 2. I do not remember it being in Home Alone 2. Oh, no. Um, it's not in Home Alone 2. Oh, it's just it's on the soundtrack. Ju- it's just featured on the Home Alone 2 soundtrack. One of those. Okay. Yeah. There's a couple that, like, make it in from the movie, but it's mostly oh, right. just selections. Inspired by yeah. the movie. It might That's be, like, so on funny. a radio on a street corner while Kevin McAllister is walking around New York lost um uh it's it's not a feature track though i did find it really funny in like that classic 90s r&b affectation doing the like ring tang tangling yeah <laughs> it was so funny to me it is such such a product of its time yeah but and aren't it's great aren't these all isn't stevie wonder like it's it's just in 30 years, this will be a 60-year-old a song, right? So, like, it'll be a classic. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, again, I'm going to take a sharp yank of the old wheel of this playlist and take us to my last edition because I almost had uh, Kurt Vile's Must Be Santa that he just put out. That's super fun. It's like him and his daughters singing it, you know. Uh, but then I was like, oh, I forget what even made me think of Scrooge, but – this and you know we're talking about some of our favorite christmas songs tied to some christmas experiences we have with our family uh growing up or now and a tradition for us was watching the 1970s scrooge which has lots of good songs in it uh albert finney plays scrooge you got alec guinness obi-wan kenobi as marley and uh i would have gone with thank you very much but that's not really a christmassy song uh, so I went with December the 25th, which is the one they all sing in like the flashback of the Christmas party when Scrooge is young and it's just a fucking Ed, jam. Ed and Fozzywigs? I, yes, exactly. I, continue, and, but I want to circle back to You only know the Muppets version. Yeah, okay, go which, ahead. But what the Muppets version is to you, this 70s Scrooge is to me. And then I did see the Muppets when I was young too, but like this was the version for me. And, uh... Yeah, December the 25th, then it goes into this terrible, like, slow song that his uh, lover sings. But they don't have the original movie, unfortunately. This is, like, the the musical. So it doesn't slap as hard as the one from the movie. But it's still a solid Christmas jam that no one talks about enough. And so work it into your repertoire. It's a fun one. December the 25th. December the 25th. It's so fun. Uh, I resisted putting in just the entirety of the Muppet Christmas Carol soundtrack <laughs> and saying, I, it, I know it's long, figure it out, because it is delightful. Um, I also saw the Muppets John Denver album, which I had forgot about. We had that when I was a kid. Oh, my Did God. Ever, no. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Like the cover. I was like, oh, I remember this so much. The Muppets Christmas Carol is probably the only Christmas movie that I watch twice a year. Like we'll watch it. <laughs> we'll watch it like this week and then probably yeah. like on Christmas day uh, because it's perfect. And Annie always says that Fozzie Wigs party in the Muppet movie and probably in any of them, like that's where she wants to be on Christmas. Yeah. Because it is, it's sure. this like, it's a cold night and it's this warm party with friends and like, nice cocktails and like a band and all that yep. stuff. And she's like, that's where I want to go. I want to go to right, Fozzie Wigs. Right. Is it Fozzie You know Wigs? where I want to go is, Am I, I think it, because Fozzie I think Wig it's is who it is Fezzy in Wigs. the Muppet. Because it's Fozzie I think it Bear. might be Fezzie Wigs, but Fezzy I don't Wigs. know. I don't okay. remember. Um, 
a lot of I my want knowledge to go of to that. the you know where I want to be on Christmas is the feast that the ghost of Christmas present goes to. <laughs> that's the other place that is great and which maybe that's yeah. not as grand in uh Muppets Christmas Carol. I think it is, but they go the and Scrooge for sure. They go to Scrooge's son's house and they're all making fun of him. No, um, not that part. I'm talking about another part. But uh, yeah, okay. that right. that part too. The part um, where they go to Tiny Tim's bum ass apartment and he doesn't have any food. <laughs> um. All right, you're up next. Oh, unbelievable! I've just been talking <laughs> about the Muppet Christmas Carol for so long. I thought I'd already gone. Uh, I, this I, this song excites me to such a degree that I can't describe it sitting down. It is the most exciting song of the holiday season. It is <laughs> the most, it's the most wonderful time of the year like, by Andy Williams. You just recreated the title in yeah. talking about it. <laughs> I could run through a wall listening to this song. It's just, <laughs> it's it like, it's just big band and he's just like yeah. crooning into the mic. It's absolutely fantastic. I love it. I'll, I'm ride or die for this song. Um, and it's just, it's just great. Like via, beyond any musical analysis, it's just exciting. Yeah. See, I was like, when you start talking about it, I'm like, really? This song? And then I remember the... Yeah, the fanfare opening. Yeah. But the rest of it is like, yeah, I guess it's exciting. <laughs> but I, no, it is like a, one of those that, like, because of Home Alone and all that stuff, it just is Christmas to you. You're like... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's in Christmas Vacation when the SWAT team is uh, invading the home. <laughs> I think so. It's been a while since I've seen that movie in its entirety. I've only just, seen that like once. I always so, just yeah. catch part of it on TV, but um, it's great. It's awesome. All right. Well, my last pick is a uh, Christmas classic in our house. Gets a lot of play around the holidays. This five disc album. Uh, and I had two songs from this on the list last year, but uh just did one this year. But it's going to close out our list for this year. And it's a fucking jam. This is Come On, Let's Boogie to the Elf Dance by Sufjan Stevens. Let me make sure I'm saying that full title. Yes, come on, exclamation point, let's boogie to the elf dance. And uh, this is just uh, like one of the few originals, you know, on Sufjan stuff. He does a bunch of great standards, too, and like his versions I love, but... This is a goofy original, and it's super fun. Santa Claus is coming. Hear the banjo strumming is the chorus. And it's just such a great vibe. And there's, like, a great group vocal going on. You got some, like, jingle bells uh, going. It's a great build to it. And, like, we always put it on, and I just feel like it's uh, become a Christmas classic of just, like, me and Kyle singing that chorus. So I think everyone should... uh, help and make it a christmas classic you know you don't get a lot of modern christmas classics you no. got mariah carey and that's about it so i this we need was, to make these sufyan ones standards. there was a discussion last year as to what the most recent christmas standard was um and mariah carey pretty much was the choice but i did see yeah. a a um a case, there's a case to be made. I think this may be the next one for Kelly Clarkson's "Underneath the Tree," 
you'd probably Never recognize it. it. You've probably heard it if you've ever been in like a Coles or a JC Penney's uh, around Christmas time. <laughs> but I will say it, that's a little mean. It's a pretty it's... good Christmas song. Um, it's it's joyous. It's happy. It's a good pop performance. Um, I think in a couple years that that may be a standard. Maybe I can't recall it just from the name, so it's got some work to do. But yeah. uh, you know, I haven't shopped at Coles and Pennies as much recently. But does maybe. wait does JC Pennies exist still? <laughs> I think so. I it might. I don't know. I'm... I just like calling it Pennies, pennies. like all mothers did in the nineties. <laughs> JC Pennies does exist. Okay, thank God. Oh, Christmas is saved, everyone. <laughs> you would have been so disappointed if J.C. Penney's was closed, a store that you hadn't been to since the 90s. Yeah, all those Kelly Clarkson songs I could have been hearing. But that's it. We did added to our Christmas list 10 new Christmas classics for you to go check out. And for fun, uh, we got 10 songs from last year that we put on that playlist. So we're going to keep adding to this every year. You got the Christmas classics flowing on the best song ever playlist. All right. Well, in lieu of touts and shouts, because we're doing listening for our year end and the release schedule slowed down a little bit, so we don't really have touts and shouts. So we were just going to shout out some holiday viewing for all of you. And uh, Kev, what's what's your pick first? Uh a uh, not controversial pick batman returns it's my favorite christmas movie uh, not at all i'm not no like it's it's genuinely like it it it's cozy like it starts and it's snowing and there's trees 100%. and then there's a batman movie that comes after it but it it genuinely does feel a little bit more christmasy than like some of the not so christmasy movies that we talk about um die hard is in fact a christmas movie but uh right. it's it, listen if you haven't watched we're in the, agreement if you haven't watched the Michael Keaton Batman movies recently, go do that because they're oh, awesome. I did last year, and they're so great. Yeah. And nothing says Christmas like Danny DeVito soaked in fish guts. Uh, just his face dripping with fish guts. You know, there's two pieces of Christmas media that feature Danny DeVito like greasy wet because he also <laughs> does that in the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Christmas special oh, right. in, when uh, he bursts out of that sofa. Um, very so true. that clearly is a tradition. There's another Very Sunny Christmas. There's another uh, tout. And I have a good TV episode, but I'll do a movie too because this is not a Christmas movie, but it is something I love to do around Christmas time. And that's watch the original Star Wars trilogy. Ooh. Uh, Last year, I watched the prequels, too. I mean, hey, anytime you're watching Star Wars, you're having a good time. Uh, so that's a good one. Love some original Star Wars. That's just got the Christmas feel, and that's when the movies come out. But also, for a TV episode, the Community Glee episode, which, uh, I mean, all the Community Christmas episodes are great, but this is season three, the Christmas episode with mm -hmm. Taryn Killam as Mr. Rad and Britta's uh, Christmas, her terrible Christmas song. Yeah. The, it's so fun. The Baby Boomer Santa, of course, and too. The absolute, like, diminishing returns on the Sexy Baby Santa <laughs> thing song. Like that. What's a da-boo-boo-boo-boo? <laughs> <laughs> it's so uncomfortable, but that means it worked so well. Yeah. 
Oh, so many good songs. And you know what? That. Just to go off of your your tow, uh, go watch Andor. Uh, no one's watching Andor, and it's the best thing Star Wars has ever Dude, done since 1980. It's the greatest. Um, so yeah. go go watch it. It rules. Seconded. It's not Chris. It's not Christmas related. Just do it anyway. No, just do it. And we got to talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Support them. Go see their shows and listen to their podcasts. Um, <laughs> that was an accidental jingle and it worked perfectly. Um, and of course, offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. We're hard at work on our best of 2022. So those will be coming out throughout December. So look out for that. And then, hey, follow us on all social media at Best Song Ever Pod. I'm at Indie Darling Music. See me playing music. And that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective, Santa. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase that waterfall sleigh ride TLC. I messed up. This is the best song ever. Well, it's the best song ever. Not a podcast better. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.